So let's talk about your journey. You know, what, what made you decide to get into music? Because before this, you had a career. Like, you was yeah. making good money. You know what I'm saying? Let's talk about that, that transition, because that can be scary for someone just taking a risk and betting on themselves. Yeah. yeah so I'll, I'll just tell you right now, I was in the car business for about five years. Mm. I sold cars for a year. And then I was promoted into finance. Mm. Uh, and then from finance, I went to sales manager. I ended up making about $40 million a year. Mm. Um, so basically what happened was I was looking at my life and just watching myself waste away every mm. single day. Same thing, day in, day out. And I'm not going to say we're taking advantage of people, but that's that's not what I wanted for myself. I saw no value in what I was doing. Mm. And there were just times in my life where I'd look back and it'd be in the back of the head. It's like, thank you. You're good enough. Why are we doing this to ourselves? You know, mm-hmm. it's like selling out for money. It's not good enough. I mean, at the end of the day, if you're passionate about something, and everybody in your entire life has been telling you from front to back, like, why aren't you doing this? And something's wrong. You know, right. Ladies and gentlemen, how you doing? Welcome to another episode of Sneakers for Billionaires. I am your host, Johnny Vegas. Now today, I got a very special guest on my show today, ladies and gentlemen. You're in for a treat, so take some notes, man. And I'm going to be honest. I typically, you know, I, I, I typically interview people that's established and already had years in the game, legends. But you know what? With this situation, I, I see that in the making. You know what I'm saying? This man has the greatest music nobody's ever heard yet. This man, it, 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 I see the potential in him to be a songwriter, uh, an artist, uh, 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 an actor. You know what I'm saying? Every, every moment since I met him, he's making me laugh. He's mm-hmm. like, he just has so much charisma, so much passion, so much talent. I'm talking about none other than I know Fash. What up, baby? How you doing, Talk to me, man. How you doing? I'm doing well, man. We're out here in LA. Sunny town, baby. I love it out here. Word? Yeah, ever since I met you, man, everything's been going right. Anaheim wasn't cool. Never. So once we got to LA, we touched up, things just started going my way. Man. Hey, man, I love to hear that, my brother. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm glad that I met you as well, but the little bit of time I've known you, I feel like, you know, the vibe is there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I can add value to your situation. Yeah, I feel like, you know, I'm just happy to be a part of it, even if it's in a, in a small capacity. You yeah, know what man. I'm saying? Well, we early on, man. Anybody that's involved in a small capacity ends up becoming a big capacity later on. That's a fact. I mean, you, you, you the beginning. Love thy mother, love thy father. They're the ones that brought you in. So I'm gonna tell you right now, man. You bring me, you bring me into your world, and we look out for you. Hey, we, we, you already in it, man. We had a nice little meeting. Shout out to uh, Sound Royalty, my man Reggie Calloway. Shout out Sorry. Alex Heike. I see you out there, man. So, uh, so yeah, man. So let's start. I want to start from the beginning of your journey, man. But first and foremost, how did you come up with your name? Let's start there. All right. So I went by uh, Art Fashion when I was battle rapping in New Jersey. Okay. Wait, that's like, where you're from? Yeah. I'm from North Bergen, New Jersey. Yeah. I used to live in Patterson, bro. I didn't know. Yeah, I went yeah. to Eastside High School and all that. What's up, man? Uh, Puerto Rican Italian, straight out. Hey, love it, love it. Sorry. So go ahead, back to the name. Yeah, so um, I went by Art Fashion when I was battling, and we just dropped it later on to just fashion. And then, um, like, the the main goal for the name fashion, everybody thought it was clothes. It has nothing to do with clothes, right? Uh, if you look in the dictionary, fashion is also um, a verb. It's the ability to put things together. 
Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's like when you fashion something. Right. Um, so then what I did was I ended up cutting the whole thing down to I know fans. And the reason being is because by the end of this, when we were all said and done, we were going to be like, mm, I know fans. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. I yeah, like that. I know fans. That's, nah, that's super creative, man. I like, I like that, man. Not too many people uh, put that much emphasis on their name. They just kind of bite off the next, uh, the, oh, the biggest thing, like little this or young yeah. this. And you know what I mean? Yeah, man. I mean, at the end of the day, yeah. I try to be as creative as I can in all areas. You know, and, and the difference between what I hear and what I'm doing is I try to add a lot of just like quick wit, just like things that people aren't saying, you know, um, just with good melodies, mm-hmm. good cadences, the things that get people moving. So let's talk about your journey. You know, what, what made you decide to get into music? Because before this, you had a career. Like, you was yeah. making good money. You know what I'm saying? Let's talk about that, that transition, because that can be scary for someone just taking a risk and betting on themselves. Yeah. yeah so I'll, I'll just tell you right now, I was in the car business for about five years. Mm. I sold cars for a year, and then I was promoted to finance. Mm. Uh, and then from finance, I went to sales manager. I ended up making about quarter million dollars a year. Mm. Um, so... Basically, what happened was I was looking at my life and just watching myself waste away every single day. Same thing, day in, day out. And I'm not gonna say we're taking advantage of people, but that's that's not what I wanted for myself. I saw no value in what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And there were just times in my life where I'd look back and it'd be in the back of the head. It's like, man, you, you're good enough. Why are we doing this to ourselves? You know, mm-hmm. it's like selling out for money. It's not good enough. Man. I mean, at the end of the day, if you're passionate about something, and everybody in your entire life has been telling you from front to back, like, why aren't you doing this? And something's wrong, you know? Right. Something's wrong. So, basically, <clears throat> so I started that music. Okay, yeah. continue. Yeah, so, so the, the start of music was a choir. I was a vocalist when I was young. I started singing in, like, second grade, but then um, I ended up going to a high school in Naples, Florida, where they had one of the best uh, choral, choral uh, I'm sorry, they had one of the best choirs in the country as far as high school is concerned. Um, we ended up traveling out of San Francisco. We won the Festival of Gold. We did a bunch of stuff. So then I went in and became a vocal major, which in turn ended up, uh, it's like the equivalent to opera, majoring in opera. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I was classically trained so I could read music. Um, when I was 18 years old, uh, I got a $50 mic, I got a $50 board, and I started mixing in my own stuff, nice. recording my own stuff, and I'd be doing eight, ten hours at a time, just sitting in the garage day after day after day. You know, I got into producing, and the music started getting better and better. Mm. Uh, so I got my first pickup when we were in Tampa. I was working with Five Nation out in Tampa, and what happened was. Can you explain pickup? What do you mean by pickup? Well, when we got some traction on the music, when people started noticing what was going on. Okay. <clears throat> I'm gonna give you a a little story just so you know where I come from and why I've been out for a while. Mm. So what happened was I opened up for Ace Hood, Young Thug, Kid Ink, Young Dro, Machine Gun Kelly. We were doing well. And I ended up going uh, to a birthday party on a party bus and I got drugged. Okay. Yeah, so. Um, like the stories are It's gonna get crazy. Yeah, man, I got drugged. So like I, the way the way it was put to me, I broke a, a table on a party bus. I spit on a cop, pushed a bouncer. And things got crazy. I ended up losing my girlfriend. I lost my job. I lost everything. Oh, and it's not like I was making big money at the time anyway, <clears throat> but like it affected my outlook on what I should be doing. Mm-hmm. So what I said was, let me get something solid. So I started selling cars, you know, and I became successful at it, you know, I just overcoming objections. So for the past few years, other than let's just say the last five months, right, I've been, 
I've been working in the car industry. You know? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So now you're in the car industry. Yeah. You know, you're doing well, yeah. obviously. Mm-hmm. So when oh, so when that chain of events happened, that's when you left the business. I stopped. Car business? Yeah, I stopped music. Oh, you stopped music. I stopped music in its entirety, and I went and found a job so I could be solidified. Right. I was like, this ain't never gonna happen to me again. Where I lose everything. Right, so now you're in the financing business, you're advancing your career. Yeah. Tell me, tell me about that journey because you're doing well, but something in you, you know, you just you just switch. Like yeah. you left a secure position, and I know you're going day in day out, like you mentioned earlier. But it's yeah. like there had to have been a turning point, you know, other than people just telling you, yo, you should be doing this, or you know what I'm saying, you just day in day out doing the same thing you don't love. Like, what was the reason? So I'll tell you at the end, at the end of my journey in the cars. Like for the past, for the last six months of it, I was sneaking into the studio, right? I was working with one of the studios out in Tampa, YSC for a little bit. And I was just putting a little bit of music together here and there, random. Mm-hmm. Um, I put some records together and people were still asking like, yo, what are you doing this though? Like, what are you doing with it? Um, so what I said to myself was, I gotta find a spot. If I find a spot where I can flourish, I can call it a day with what we're doing and we're just gonna make a full push. So that's when I was still working, but I met up with James from Executive Records. James Wood, Executive Wood, Executive Records. And without James, we wouldn't have anything, to be honest with you. Uh, he's been doing Plies Music for the past 12 years. He's worked with Lil Baby. Um, he's done work with Kevin Gates. He's done, he's done it. Hop Boy, he's worked with, he's worked with a lot of artists, man. Yeah, um, he's been on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's had, he had, I don't know if he mentioned, he's got 780 million streams just based off of what he's done in the past. He's worked with a lot of people. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Shout out James. Shout out James. James. Sounds, man. Yes, That's my guy. Yeah, and he just opened up Executive Records, so I got my head in that. What we're doing is we're trying to put something together in Tampa that's never been done before. Mm. Well, if you think about music in Florida, it always comes out of Miami, but we're on the other side. You know, and there's a lot of great artists coming out of that area. We're gonna show them. You know, um, shout out to uh, Doji. Man. Doji came out here and just basically opened the door wide open for us. And now people are listening to our side just because they heard. We appreciate you. Um, what I what I will touch on is is the fact that with James, I walked in. We did three records together, and he immediately knew. He was like, who's this kid? He just did three mainstream records, all with different sounds, and they're all fire. He opened up the book for me with Major 7, right? And he said, listen, I got a songwriter pack. I think you'd be tremendous with Let me call Major. So we got on the phone with Major while he was in Jamaica. He met me, played the record over the top. He was like, yeah, let him have it. So over the next two weeks, I wrote seven songs out of that pack and all seven made the catalog for him. Nice. Yeah. And then off the strength of that, we ended up catching up with Danny Couture. He sent over a four pack. I did three of them in two days and sent them off. And who's, who's Danny Couture? Danny Couture is actually signed to uh, Marshmallow's label. Mm-hmm. And he's he's great. Man. He, just had, uh, he just had a song placed out with uh, Space Jam. That he was on the Space Jam movie. I can't remember who, who was on the record. He's good too, man. I appreciate it. We had just met him last night. We're gonna go catch up with him today in the session. So let me ask you, so what what direction you wanna take this career? You know, because it sounds like you're doing the songwriting, you're yeah. doing the artistry, you know what I'm saying? You're 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 in business with executive records. So how do you wanna come out the gate? Like, what do you wanna do? What do you wanna be when you grow up? I don't know, man. The way it's looking. <laughs> A real boy. Right. I'm gonna be a real boy. So what I'm gonna do, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna ride the wave. So uh, I'll tell you what, God don't make mistakes. 
You know what I'm saying? So when opportunities are presented in front of you, you follow your nose. And everybody I've been speaking to says, listen, if you're going to take the songwriting, if you're going to take the songwriting route, you should be an artist first and drop a plaque. Go in there, get yourself get yourself uh, a plaque. It'll make it so much easier for you to be able to to be able to work with more artists. And you'd be working on your own terms, you know, instead of coming in and taking what you get, you just take what you want. So in, in this in this instance, I guess this will be my first announcement that I'm going to start a career in, as an artist. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to push a brand new genre that no one's ever heard before. Ooh, we got the exclusive. Yeah. yeah so what's going to happen is we're going to do uh, American Number. And I've been writing it for the past, uh, I would say, six months. That's um, Dembo, right? Dembo, yeah. out of Dominican Republic. Yeah. What I'm doing is I'm adding a flavor That's to it. That's sad. That's right, baby. So listen, I'm, basically what I'm going to do is I'm going to add an English flow to it. It sounds like I'm speaking Spanish and it just comes off the tongue so nice. Mm. So I'm going to be honest with you, it's going to end up hitting clubs harder than you've ever seen. That's a fact, man. I mean, I, I can't I can't wait to hear that. I got a little taste of it in the studio when I first met this guy and I was just blown away, you know, off the rip. First track, I was like, well, play another one. Play. Bring that back. It was just, and, and, and you know, I got, the, I got the vision. So when you say you were a songwriter, I already knew who that could be a good fit for. That's Bruno Mars. That's Drake. That's Big Sean. You know, I already heard it. You know, because when it's trash, it ain't for nobody. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, no, nah, that's amazing, man. I'm glad to hear that, brother. And I, and I wish you much success in your journey, brother, because you have a lot of big doors opening for you. And now going back to... You know, being an artist first, saying that go platinum and you'll be able to work with different people and it'll be easier for you. I want to counter that because it takes a lot of investment to be an artist. It takes a lot of grind, a lot of years versus if you come in as a songwriter and you already got producers like loving your sound off the rip, they can easily get it placed sooner to where you get a a situation where with a big artist, they get a lot of streams, you get a plaque, get some money quick to then become an artist. What do you think about that? So the way I see it, it's like it's doing both. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, you play baseball in high school. When you practice, you practice fielding and you practice batting at the same exact time. So if I do both at the same exact time, it's just two different lottery tickets trying to win the same pot. Mm. You know what I mean? So what I'm going to end up doing is not quit on either. Mm. You know, but uh, being an artist was just never, it's never anything that I really wanted to do, especially recently. Mm. When I was younger, it was something that I had to do. I just didn't think about being being a writer. But because I, I write on such a large spectrum, I find it irresponsible and not. Because what's never going to happen is me come out of artist and I can drop 10 different genres. Mm-hmm. And then people are like, okay, you sound different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and we can't recognize you, which is the one thing we don't want. Because when you're becoming an artist, man, it's all about brand- branding. That's and right. branding is recognition. Now, if I'm coming out with 10 different sounds, yeah. I'm going against the brain. You know what I'm exactly. saying? That's not what I want. I hear that, man. And you, and you touched on something key right there. You said you're not going to give up on, you know, it, it was in regards to, um, you know, ha- having the ability to write in multiple genres and you're not going to give up on that just to focus on one and be an artist. Right. That's, I feel like that's God in you. You know, yeah. so that's the gift that was given to you. You can't turn it away. You don't know how God's going to help you. And mm-hmm. the fact that you have the ability to entertain in multiple avenues. Yeah. You, it's only right. You're right. doing yourself a disservice. You're doing him a disservice. So when people like recognize what, what you would call a gift, I don't see the gift being the fact that I do write in multiple genres. Mm-hmm. I find the gift in the fact that what it does is it keeps me sharp. 
So if I write one single genre and I hit a writer's block in one, I can always pop to another and then just write emotionally off of that. So what happens is these Dumbo records that we were talking about, I can write them like this and, and I, love, I love the sound. And they always come out good. Yeah, so yeah, if yeah. I'm not making good pop music, I go and make a Dumbo record and it's dope. And now I'm back up here morale wise. I can just get right back to it. Yeah, yeah. That's the good. Mm. And I, that I don't stop. It's efficiency. We're just trying to write as many records as we can. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. Do you think you're, because, you know, sometimes, you know, we want things to happen for us when we're young, like, oh, I want to be a rapper, I wish it could happen, da, 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 da. but, you know, there's a process, there's a journey we got to go through, there's things we have to learn, so when we get to this position in life, we can handle ourselves accordingly. Right. Do you think your history being in finance and everything you work, went through has prepared you for where you're at today, especially with this new um, career path? Yeah, so, yeah, and it's funny you touch on that. So here's what I see. I knew that the man I was when I was first coming up, uh, was one that you would mistake kindness for weakness with. Mm. Right? Can you touch on that a little bit? Yeah, so the problem with me was <laughs> we've got zero and we got a hundred. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, and, and I'll explain why that's bad. <laughs> because right. when you catch me at zero and I find you trying to be sneaky with me, there's no middle ground where we can figure out what the problem was. I get to a hundred and then all bets are off and then we... <laughs> Normally we can't work together. That was the beginning, you know? And working in the car business, it allowed me to learn people and people's skills and then find out what what people are looking for and how to attain it, how to get their reassurance. There's just a lot that I learned in the car business that you're not gonna get. And it was funny, I was watching a podcast with Dizzy Cleanface and that's where he started. Dizzy started in Shout the car Dizzy, business. That's my guy. That's exactly how he started. And um, to be honest with you, I I don't know anybody that's in our area that's that's moving the way he is right now. Mm-hmm. You know that his grind is is daily, constant, right? And it's because people like working with him because he knows how to speak to people, and that's what I learned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're definitely gonna need that in business because if they don't like you, they're not gonna want to work with you. Exactly. Regardless of your talent. Well, that that remains to be seen too, though. Because let me tell you something, you come up out of nowhere with that one single. I mean, yeah, of course, you know, but that will nobody. Be a, I hate to say it, nobody, nobody, nobody likes to be a young boy for his personality. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But he paved the way for himself to the point where I don't. It don't matter. Right? People want to hear me, but I mean, at the end of the day, you're right. If people don't want, especially where I'm at, if people don't like it. I don't want it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I, I don't have that. Yeah, wait, wait till you yeah. sell, wait till you sell fifty million workers, then you could be a dick. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, no, that's awesome, man. No, no, that's awesome, man. I'm, I'm glad you touched on that too, as well, because even with me, you know, I, James, you know, I've been, you know, focused on the artistry as well. But even when I came out here, you know, my dream switch, you know, I wanted to be an actor, and then when I get, got into acting, I was in the rooms that I always wanted to be as a musician. Yeah. But acting took me there, and then on top of that, I know people that's rooting for me and behind me that want to get in. I can be an outlet for them. So then now I'm thinking more like an executive. I can provide a platform to bring people, still benefit off it, and and then put myself in position to do what I always wanted to do. Right. So, you know, I feel like that, you know, those journeys and those uh, things that we learn along the way prepare us to be who we're meant to be from the beginning. Agreed. You know what I'm saying? Because I've been a natural born seller, a natural born, you know, communicator, hustler, networker. You know what I'm saying? Before I was an artist, you know what I'm saying? So I feel like all that is contributing to the success I'm having in multiple areas underneath the entertainment umbrella, which exactly. I always wanted to be. But I never thought about being an executive in the beginning. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So it's just it's just funny how God works like that, man. Yep. But, so yeah, man, so executive sounds, man. What, what's, what's, what's next for you guys, man? Well, we got a lot going on right now. 
Um, as far as the, the, the studio is concerned, we got a lot of people coming through. Um, checking out what we got as far as production. We got a lot of guys, uh, Zay Cartier, um, we got Jello, Jetlag, just some producers that you're gonna end up hearing. You're gonna end up hearing about it. There's no way. Um, they're doing a lot of great things in there. We got Alicia Gupta, she's a pop star. She's a pop star musically, she's a pop star emotionally. <laughs> and girl, she's, she's a queen in her own right. Nice. Um, but if, if we keep going in the direction that we're going, right? We're gonna end up hitting, hitting a, a point that no one else in Florida's hit. Mm-hmm. I've got I've got a lot going on as far as uh, just artists that potentially we're gonna end up working with while we're here. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm trying to put down a lot of music in the in, in the next few hours. Let's just let's just call it that. What's what some of your influences? My, my yeah, I grew up. Um, all right, so uh, my grandmother, mm. she she used to watch me when I was little and my parents were working. So it was either cartoons or she had this one tape and it had uh, a top 100 or the top 50 Michael Jackson mm-hmm. music videos. And that's what I would watch over and over and over and yeah. over and over and over again. That's you know, and that's how I learned, that's how I learned melodies to mm-hmm. be honest, and, and, and song progression. And it's from the best, the best in the building. You mm-hmm. know? Um, I always loved Wale. Uh, I, I, he's so underrated to me. <laughs> I'm a big fan. Um, Notorious B.I.G.'s greatest rapper ever. He took too took too soon. You know, yeah. um, there's there's a lot. But what's what's crazy is I, I ventured off into a lot of genres. I'm a big Journey fan. You know, Journey <laughs> Journey's got a sound that's like unmatched when it came to rock as far as a mainstream sound. People don't really take into consideration that every song that they put out was it was in a key that made you feel good yep. right mm-hmm. unless it was intentionally put out there to put out a, a rough sound but they they basically showed me what it was to cross over from one genre to another mm-hmm. yeah. and I'm glad you you, you, you stopped right there because my next question um, explain your songwriting process because hmm. I saw you work changes, in 10 minutes man. it changes That's yeah it. I can so, I, 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 it done. No. What's the, give me the secrets <laughs> All right, so we find melody first, mm-hmm. but what I do is I find melody and lyrics at the same time because uh, melody is emotion and lyrics is the, the conversion of emotion. Hmm. How did you draw up that conclusion? Uh, that's just how I've been writing. Okay. You know what I'm saying? When you hear a certain set of chords, right? You'll hear like, oh, it's now getting dreary or now it's, oh, we're getting into a happy place. Nice transition, you know what I'm saying? So when I write music, I try to write my lyrics with the melody. And I know a lot of artists these days, what they're doing is they're running scratch vocals and then they're having lyrics put in after. And I've I've never been one to do that. Mm. And I've always just written straight until recently. So now what I'll do is I'll listen to transitions in songs and I'll set up the beginning. I'll set up the transition into into what what I'm trying to say in the, in the song, and then I'll fill in the middle, you know? Um, whether I get, well, let's just say some inspiration of stuff I hear, right? And I could end up just running it in a verse, and I'll do the majority of the verse and then find a hook after. Or I'll write it when I hear a beat straight up from top to bottom, it, it, it changes. Mm-hmm. It changes, but what doesn't change is what I, how I'm trying to present things. And I'm just trying to present it in a way that's witty. I want you to walk away, hear something and be like, give it that one part though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's talking talk, man. He's there. 
I, I like substance and, and but it, with a mainstream touch. There are a lot of artists out there that just get too deep and it's too much for the brain to handle in such a small amount of time. Mm. You know, if we're trying to be memorable, right? It's like holding up flashcards and music and if you're going fast and putting a bunch of information, you're not going to understand what's going on. Right. You know, so I, people call it dominant down. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And that was something I had to work on. Yeah. Just dominant down just a little bit. And I think we're in the right spot. That's what's up, man. So typically, the, the the melody comes to you first, or the concept? Uh, no, no, my concept comes after. Okay. I don't write a song with a concept in mind. What I'll do is I'll start writing just to feel what the producer. Because if most times I'm not gonna have a producer in front of me, mm -hmm. and when he's putting music down, there's an emotion that he's putting into that song. Mm -hmm. He's already got it in mind. Without having a full conversation of him, okay, what were you thinking when you did this? What I'm doing is I'm listening to it, trying to figure out how he felt about it. And I'll scratch some lyrics to it, and then I'll, I'll put it a melody that starts molding to what I think he was feeling when he put it. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Have you got paid for music yet? Yeah, yeah, I received, uh, received a check from BMI every month. Nice, nice. From your, from your stuff currently streaming. Yeah, and well, and um, actually, CD Baby was the first one that, mm. I, that, I, that I dropped on. Mm. And that was, I was getting a check from the first album in 2013. Okay, so you are, you are an artist. I was. Okay. I was, stepped out. And then what I did was I dropped an EP a few months ago just to use as a demo so I could just show people what the rap was. Mm -hmm. And then from there, I, I never pushed it. I never told nobody about it. I just left it there. And if I ran into an executive, I just played it. Mm -hmm. But that was before I met James and we put all this work together. Yeah. Like we're about 40 songs deep in three months. Ooh. <laughs> and, uh, Sometimes it takes people 10 years to write 40 songs. <laughs> yeah. I try to do three a day. Yeah. And the reason I do is Kanye came out and said the other, he got to where he was at because he did two beats. A, I made two beats a day. I said, shit, that's going to make Kanye, Kanye. What the fuck happens if I write three? Right. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be even better. Right. Nah, that's amazing, man. So, so when you, when you, so, let me ask this, because I'm thinking like, you know, you left finance, you're, you're doing the music thing. You're, you're obviously, I'm assuming you're living off the savings. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's that's a smart play. Because a lot of people, man, they run through that money and then they quit their job chasing their dreams, but they broke. Like, you can't pay rent, can't pay taxes, right. you can't do nothing going on. So you got to have a, a cushion mm -hmm. to at least have a, 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 time, a timeline where you can pursue this dream. And right. if it doesn't work, you know, you never want to think like that, but God forbid, you still got that safety net right, right there. The, so the background. Yeah, so you set yourself up for success that way, man. I'm glad, and I'm glad you, you did it that way, bro. Especially being in finance business. I mean, shit. Well, the car business is dropping off heavy right now. Cause they ain't got nothing running. So I had to hit the ground running anyway. You said you conducted chips, man. Yeah. <laughs> it was about that time. Yeah. Well, that's what's up, man. Well, look, man. Y'all look out for this man. You know, I know Fast. He's out here, man. He's moving and shaking. I'm sure he, you're going to be dancing to his records, whether it's coming from him or another big artist, man. I see a lot for you, my brother. Thank you. Yo, man, thank you for coming through. I, I know you got to go, man, so we're going to cut it down. But let the people know where they can follow you, where yeah. they can tap in for a feature. Ain't nothing free. Ain't nothing free. I'm letting you know right now. You can follow me on Instagram. I go by I know fast. I K N O W F A S H. That's on all streaming platforms. That's on all social media. That's on YouTube. Follow me. Man, stay tuned for more episodes to come. Thank you for watching. Sleepers for being in the podcast. Like and subscribe to the channel. Get you some of that merch. And we out.